Congratulations, you have just found the number one over 50 health and wellness podcast on the planet. Hello and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life, so you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. Today, we have another episode of The Coach's Corner, so no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back next week with our normal interview format. But today, I want to discuss the value of coaching for those of us over 50 and how it can help in achieving health and wellness goals. I'll start with a full disclaimer, since I make my living as a coach, and then spend a few minutes discussing why you might want to consider investing in a coach, what to look for in a good coach, and a few red flags you'll want to be on the lookout for. All right, let's get on with today's show. Should you consider investing in a coach? Okay, full disclaimer before I jump into this subject, I am not an unbiased person when it comes to this subject matter. I am, of course, a full-time coach. I own a coaching business, and this is how I make my living, so I just want to get that out into the open. And additionally, I've personally spent a shocking amount of money in my lifetime on coaches and programs in my own health and fitness journey. And here's the thing. I don't regret spending a penny of that money, not even for the goofy crap and the bad coaches that I've experienced along the way, because even all of the bad, or let's just say the less than stellar experiences I've had, I've learned something from every single one of those. So I don't regret any of the money that I've poured into my own health, my own fitness, my own journey, and still continue to do to this day. Now, for the purposes of our discussion here, when I say coaching, I'm referring to nutrition and exercise coaching, and I think that the principles I'm getting ready to talk about apply both to in-person coaches as well as online coaches. So let's start the discussion here. What does a good coach bring to the table? Or I should say, what should a good coach bring to the table? Let's face it, in today's technologically advanced world, pretty much every last bit of information can be found for free on the internet. And the health and fitness space is no exception. But this is, of course, a double-edged sword. With all of this info, how do you sort through it all and discard the nonsense, and there's a lot of nonsense, and then sift through what's left and come up with a practical plan for your personal health and fitness goals? So one of the first attributes I'm going to talk about that a good coach should bring is expertise. Of course, a good coach should not only have the prerequisite credentials, but should be a lifelong learner and have a passion and experience for coaching people like you with goals similar to yours. They should have the ability to apply complex, nuanced solutions, but they should be able to explain these principles in a clear, concise manner that makes sense to you. Another thing a good coach should be able to provide is accountability. Your coach should help you stay on track and provide motivation and encouragement. A good coach should also provide emotional support, and they should be willing to meet you where you are right now. 
Your coach should care about you as a human being and your holistic well-being and not just focus solely on getting you to drop 20 pounds or whatever your particular goals are. So let's be a bit more specific here in what you should be looking for in a good coach. So let's just start with the table stakes. As table stakes, your coach must have certifications from respected and recognized institutions. If your coach is providing both exercise and nutrition coaching, and they should be, they should at a minimum have two certifications, one as a personal trainer and one as a nutrition coach, again, from recognized reputable organizations. Okay. So being certified is the absolute bare minimum. Next, you'll want your coach to have some experience, preferably working with people like you who have similar goals to you. So let's take a couple examples here. If you're an elite marathoner looking to win the over 60 division at the Boston Marathon next year, you probably should seek out somebody who has successfully trained other 60-year-old elite marathoners. So on the other hand, if you're a 50-year-old weekend warrior who just wants to drop a few pounds and gain a little muscle so that you feel better and have increased confidence, look for a coach who has experience working with those kinds of folks with those kinds of goals. And let's just say you're 55 years old and you're 150 pounds overweight and you want to lose weight and get healthy enough to, say, walk through the entire Smithsonian Museum in a day. You probably want to look for somebody who specializes in weight loss for people who have 100 plus pounds to lose and has experience working with that population. You get the idea. You want a coach whose education and experience match you and your goals. Next up, you'll want some sort of reference or testimonials. Personally, I think your best bet is to speak with a former or current client. That's what we do here at the Silver Edge. When somebody asks us for a reference, we put them in touch with the current client, preferably one that matches roughly their demographics. I'm personally not a big fan of the before and after transformation pictures. They just feel gimmicky to me and they kind of feed into the whole what's wrong with the health and wellness nutrition industry in my, in my personal uh, opinion. But lots of reputable coaches use these as testimonials. But just beware. I happen to know for a fact that these amazing before and after transformation pictures are available for purchase on the internet for your marketing purposes. So just when you see those pictures, look at that with a grain of salt. You want to make sure that the person posting those has got integrity um, and that those are actually their clients and they've gotten those results for that person. Next up, you want to coach with a great or at least good communication skills. Your coach should listen more than they talk, and they should address your needs and your concerns and be willing to meet you where you are right now. They should understand your goals. They should know why those goals are important to you, and they should be able to clearly articulate their roadmap to help you find success. A good coach should also have a flexible approach and be adaptable. So if you have health concerns or movement limitations, they should honor that and adjust programming accordingly. If you despise going into the gym, they should be willing to write a home workout with the equipment that you have available. 
Similarly, if you have dietary restrictions or preferences, they should be willing to accommodate these. Now, side note, if your dietary preferences are Starbucks drive through for breakfast, fast food for lunch, and a bottle of wine after dinner, you are, of course, going to have to be willing to make some changes, but you get the idea. Your coach should be flexible. They should be adaptable. They should hear you. They should be good communicators. And of course, they, you know, we said the table stakes, they should be competent at getting the results that they claim to get. Now, I have a couple more things that you should look for in a coach, and these are often overlooked. They're a little bit softer, but I think they're critical to your ultimate success. And those two things are a holistic approach and a sense of connection. So let's start with the holistic approach. Your coach should care about more than just your fitness level and your nutrition. They should consider your mental, emotional, and even spiritual health as well. In other words, they should care about your overall well-being and your health as a human. And last, you should connect with your coach. You should feel comfortable being vulnerable and sharing your desires with him or her. You should look forward to your coaching interactions and have a sense of being in this thing together. You should feel like your coach is on your team and is passionately invested in seeing you reach your goals. Okay, so those are some things you should look for in a good coach. Nothing groundbreaking there, mostly common sense, right? But let's talk about a few red flags. These are things that when they come up while you're looking for a coach should throw up a red flag and cause you to have a little bit to proceed with caution. And first up is a one size fits all approach. You want to avoid coaches who offer generic cookie cutter plans or have very rigid rules. Now, got to be careful here because there's no coach that I know of, whether they offer cookie cutter plans or not. It's going to say, yeah, I offer gen generic cookie cutter plans. But things to look out for are anytime a coach eliminates, say, an entire food group. Carbs are a very popular one right now. Or maybe they have strict feeding windows. Maybe they're big time proponents of uh, intermittent fasting and you can only eat between 2 and 6 p.m. or something like that. Or really, if they have any very restrictive or rigid rules. Now, don't get me wrong. You're coming to a coach to help you change some behavior. And so you're going to have to change some behaviors. But if you get the sense that things are very restrictive, very rigid, or it's kind of a one, it's sort of cookie cutter, one size fits all, big red flag. In a similar vein, you want to avoid programs that are for everyone. This program is for everyone. It can help everybody, teenagers, seniors, men, women, doesn't matter. So, for example, here at the Silver Edge, we specialize in working with men and women in their 50s and 60s who want to lose, say, 20 to 40 pounds. They want to get back in shape so that they can look and feel their best in the second half of their life. We do not specialize in working with master's athletes or people with over 100 pounds to lose. Furthermore, we only work with people who are willing to take a long-term health-centric approach to weight loss. We don't work with people who want to lose 20 pounds in the next six weeks. So, and not that there's anything wrong with somebody who wants to lose 20 pounds in the next six weeks. We're just not that coaching company. You want your coach to be able to articulate exactly who their services are for and who they are not for. And actually, now that I think about it, you also want to watch out for programs that are for a specific group. And there, I'm thinking of two common specific groups that come to mind. And the first one are workouts and nutrition programs that are marketed for women. Now, don't get me wrong. There are tons of fantastic female-only coaches and programs out there in the world, tons of them. 
but very often a program for women is going to be low calorie and heavily cardio focused. Now, the second group to watch out for are programs marketed towards seniors. So obviously I'm actively seeking this kind of information out in my market research. I do see that there's all of these different senior kind of programs, but most of these programs treat us like we've got one foot in the grave. And that's fine if that's you. So if you're somebody who is frail and feeble, some of these some of these coaches and programs that are marketing as senior programs are perfect for you. But if you're listening to this right now, I'm guessing that's not you. You want to lose some fat, gain some muscle, look good, feel good. You basically want to show up in life as a sexy beast. You don't want to say, hey, it's all over. The best is behind me and it's just all downhill from here. So be careful of any coach or program that is marketing to seniors, but just doesn't feel like it aligns with where you are now and certainly where with where you want to go. All right. My next red flag is beware of the pushy or slicks salesman. At no time during your interaction with your coach should you feel pressured or talked into purchasing their services. In sales, we call this closing, which means the ability to overcome a buyer's objections. And look, I have to admit, I was guilty of this in my early days in this industry. I spent almost my entire adult life in outside sales, and I'm actually pretty good at overcoming objections and getting people to buy. I was a good closer. And I've been guilty of being a good closer for people who are looking to buy nutrition and exercise programs from us. But I've recently done a 180 degree reversal on this. It's not my job to hard sell you on why my program is the best one for you and get you to buy no matter what. It's my job to understand your history your current state, and your goals, and then if I think that I can help you to honestly lay out my program. And if you have questions, I answer them. But at no point do I try to pressure you or trick you into buying. In fact, I've radically changed my communication during this part of the process, right? People will say, oh, okay, well, I'll have to talk to my spouse. Fair enough. That's a very reasonable, what what in sales we would call objection, or hmm, I really need to think about this. Whereas before, I would have hammered that. No, you don't need to think about this. What is there to think about? What are you going to do? Sit on your lawn chair and rock and put your hand on your chin and go, hmm, let me think about that silver edge. Hmm. And, or some sort of smart ass thing like that. I would have tried to overcome that objection. Now I might just say, okay, that, that sound doesn't sound like you're ready to make this commitment yet. And we only work with people who are 100% all in. I want you to say, hell yeah, I'm in. I don't want you to say, I don't know. This doesn't sound right. Um, I'm not, cause really what you're saying when you say, hmm, I need to think about this is you're saying, I'm not, I'm not sold. I'm not convinced that you have a solution that will help me. Now, look, if I can answer questions to clear things up, fantastic. I certainly would do that, but I'm not, I'm no longer (laughs) in the business of being a salesman. And really my main skill is just overcoming your objections and pressuring you into buy. And if at any time you feel like you're you're there in a buying cycle with a coach. You may just be with somebody who's like I used to be, somebody who's a little younger or just as good at sales and closing. And that's fine. I'm I'm not really even knocking that so much, but I would call that a red flag. You should be, you should be all in. You should feel good about the coach. You should feel good about the program and you should want to buy it. You shouldn't have to feel guilted or tricked or shamed into buying anything. Make sense? All right. Next red flag, lack of transparency. 
a good coach should be open about their methods as well as their pricing. In fact, I'll go so far as to suggest that a good coach is willing to tell you everything. They should tell you everything. They should tell you exactly how their program works. And you want to avoid anyone who seems to be hiding their goods behind a paywall. In other words, they can't give away their secret sauce until you've paid. And actually, anybody who has anything secret or proprietary exercise or nutrition program wise, that should also raise up a red flag. So a coach should be able to clearly communicate how they get those results without you feeling like they're holding back the important parts. Also, a coach should never shy away from or hide their pricing from you. A very common, again, a very common sales tactic is you say, what's the price? And I don't answer that question. I, you know, I'm deferring that conversation because I don't feel like I've got you sold yet. A coach should never hide their pricing from you, right? Or a good coach should never do that. So those are a few red flags to watch out for. And the main takeaway here is do your homework and use your intuition. Investing in a coach is investing in your future health and the entire process, including the purchase, should feel good to you. If at any time it doesn't, you need to back up and ask some more questions. And speaking of investing in a coach, it's essential to view this as not just a monetary investment, but as a commitment to your long-term health and vitality. Basically, it's an investment in your future self. Let's talk for a minute about long-term benefits. When you invest in a coach, you're essentially investing in a healthier future. This not only translates to a better quality of life, but can also mean fewer medical bills and health-related expenses down the line. But you're also investing in how you show up and interact with the world. You're investing in your mindset, in your confidence, in your ability to make these decades the very best decades of your life. So at this point, I guess we need to talk about money. I've danced around it a little bit here. So when I initially asked if you should invest in coaching, I not only meant financially, but mentally and emotionally as well. But let's get down to the brass tacks here and let's talk about how much dinero this endeavor is actually going to set you back. But first, <laughs> before I get there, I would be remiss if I didn't put on my sales hat for just a minute longer and talk about the difference between price and value. So price is what you pay. Value is what you get in return. A coach's expertise and personalized attention they offer are the tangible results you achieve and they all add to the value. So instead of focusing solely on the price tag, and don't worry, we're going to get to that, consider the transformative journey a coach can guide you through and the lasting impact it can have on your health and well-being. Which brings me to ROI, return on investment. In the financial world, ROI measures the gain or loss made on an investment relative to the amount of money that was invested. But when we talk about investing in a health and wellness coach, the returns are measured in improved health, increased vitality, and a renewed confidence and zest for life. And putting a price tag on waking up every morning feeling energized, ready to seize the day, being able to go out and play with your grandchildren without getting winded, or just simply enjoying your favorite activities without pain and discomfort. That's the real, true ROI of investing in yourself and investing in a coach. All right, <laughs> I'm done with the salesy part. Let's get down to some numbers here. How much should you expect to invest in a good coach? 
And the real answer is, of course, it depends. It depends on your goals, the coach's experience, whether it's group coaching or individualized one-on-one coaching. But for our purposes here, let's just consider one-on-one personalized coaching since that's what's most likely to get you the results you want in the fastest manner. So I'll tell you exactly what we currently charge. Now, full disclaimer, I'm recording this in September of 2023, so if you're listening to this in the future, these rates may not apply as we do periodically raise pricing, but this should give you a good idea of what to expect from a financial perspective. So here at the Silver Edge, we have two one-on-one personalized coaching packages. We have a three-month offering and a six-month offering. The three-month package is $1,400 or $450 a month for three months, and the six-month offering is $2,000 or $325 a month. So a good stake in the ground or a good starting place is $2,000 for six months of one-on-one coaching. I think that's a good frame of reference because we're priced right about in the middle of the market right now, meaning that there's offerings both lower than ours and higher than ours. So that should give you some idea of what to expect. If you're looking into a coach who is five grand for six months, he or she better be a freaking rock star with the proof to back it up. And there, there are some out there, right? And they're charging that and, and way more actually. On the other hand, if someone's charging you 50 bucks a month, you're probably going to be disappointed in the results. In the grand scheme of things, don't think of investing in a coach as an investment in yourself. Think of it as a commitment to showing up as your healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself in the second half of your life. And that is an investment worth considering. So as you reflect on your health journey, ask yourself, what kind of future do I want to invest in? And if you're someone who's currently looking into investing in yourself, investing in your health, investing in your future, and you feel like we would be a good fit, it would be our honor to have a discussion with you to see how that might play out. If you're interested, feel free to shoot me an email at coach at silveredgefitness.com. Okay, that's our show for today, folks. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I want to let you know that we have other free resources over at silveredgefree.com. There you'll find our free guides with our top tips on nutrition, exercise, and healthy lifestyle to assist you in your weight loss and fitness journey. So feel free to head over there and download anything that looks useful to you. I'll put links to everything we talked about in the show notes, and you can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 231. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. The first is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons and for you podcast folks to consider giving this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today and until next time, stay strong.